Hey everybody, this is Wayne uh, from the Atlanta God Podcast, of course. I'm here to say thanks for our guest, Ash, uh, from the band Art of the Process. Uh, you can catch Art of the Process on April 10th at the Twist of Lime. They're headlining that show, and you can also catch them on May 29th at the Twist of Lime for an Imhog show. Without further ado, here's their song, Severance, off their new EP. Welcome to the Metal Hammer God Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne. Yes, would you stop interrupting me, you motherfucker? God damn! I can't understand you. You do this every time. 
is this your is this your new thing? You got to interrupt me every fucking time I do something now. Hey man, you're being rude to our guests. I don't care. <laughs> well, I feel like Welcome. Ash from Art of Process would care. Well, Ash, do, doesn't, do doesn't you like care? To be treated this way. Do you care if I have a fight with him? Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. Like I said, I was your host, Wade. The, the rude, interrupting person is, of course. I already introduced Ash. You, not Ash. <laughs> you. Oh, Mandy. Yes. Oh, yeah, I yeah. was going to say it wasn't me. Yeah, and, and, and of course we have Mandy instead of the rum guy because the rum guy is stuck at work. Hello, guys. We're not going to answer Hello. you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but as um, Buck likes to say earlier, he we do have a guest. His name is Ash. He's from the band Art of the Process. How's it going, dude? Uh, it's going good. How y'all? We're great. We're just dandy. We're over here. Especially Wayne. Hanging out. <laughs> I'm excited. Me too. Yeah, Thursday afternoon, huh? That's right. Woo! <laughs> Almost the weekend. Woo! There you go. I'm just waiting on Friday because you got to get down on Friday. Oh, there you go. Well, today's technically thigh high Thursday, so. Now, how, how do you, wait? Where did that come from? Where didn't it come from? Huh? <laughs> I, I, good question. It didn't. I come like. From... I like where your head's at. <laughs> it's been one of those days. Uh huh. Uh huh. Where your thighs are high in the air? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Gutter man. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about. Art of the process. All right. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what do y'all want to know? Well, I, I hear you have a, a big show coming up in May. Uh, April 10th. Uh, we're headlining over at Salon. Uh, then they have an April 10th show that we're promoting, too. Oh, uh, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be nice if my co-host told me these things. Well, no, you knew about it. It was the one with the uh, that the... Undisclosed band was supposed to be headlining it, but they decided to cancel. Oh yeah, but you got to. Oh miss right, I'm sorry. The, yeah, yeah. The one, know. the one that I got in an argument with my bandmates over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's uh That's a pretty cool show, cool. y'all. With. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so how did Art of Process get together? Oh man, that was just. Uh, what I was met the process? Josh, uh, playing the shows with uh, my previous band and something else he was in and just class we got together and jammed one day that's the josh the drummer yeah y'all decided y'all hated those other guys and y'all were ready to to just no it's just something kind of just click sound wise you know we were on that same page you know it just you know take it from there and that's where we're at now it's a young band yeah you you guys are uh, a year old i was about to say you guys are pretty new on the scene oh yeah that's what I say, but a little over a year, almost a year and a half, we've been out with a ton of music written, just started uh, recording a bunch of stuff. We got an EP finished, getting ready to come out. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to go do a full length, but, you know, time and money, That's we're going to do that as soon as the rest of these songs are tightened up. Right. We'll have something real quick after. No, that's awesome. So what are you doing for your, um, are you, do you guys have cover um, art for your uh, album or your EP out already? Or are you working yeah, on that? Quite finished. That's where we're at right now with uh, John, our vocalist. He, uh, he does a lot of our artwork. 
like all yep. of our, uh, our designs and he personally drew all that <laughs> dude's talented awesome how uh how do how are people going to be able to get it is it uh, through y'all's website or y'all releasing uh, it through like itunes or something we'll have it on amazon and all that of course you know but yeah that and at the shows, you got to come out and see us if you want a CD. We're going to make it like that. <laughs> there you <laughs> on go. On April 10th, y'all can come out and see them. Yes, and if you miss them then, they have a ton more shows that are probably in. He, he just told us a little bit ago. Plus, they're playing one for us on May 29th. They're actually yeah, opening man. that show there. That's too, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's, uh, do you have like a favorite place to play? Like, Is there like a club that you feel like really uh, like reach y'all really well? We like the overkill sound system at Twist the Line. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that's, you know, we've been playing there a lot. Just anywhere, really. We just mostly in metal lately. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's where it seems the, the scene has um, uh, migrated. You know, the Fat City scene died, of course, because of everyone stealing all the bars from there. And then it just kind of moved over to Twist the Line in that area. Oh, that's our and it's still playing out there because nobody really they're all trying to stay out in the city it's like man they used to have a cool little scene in Metairie you know yeah yeah it does like it's it's weird trying to promote shows because it just feels like um the scene is maybe like drying up partially just because it, there's so few places now where you can go and put on a show you know, like we work with Southport Hall, but the problem with Southport Hall is like you need to. It's always got to be a big show with them because they're such a a large venue. Yeah, it's a big venue, so it's hard to fill that place. It, it works sometimes, just like y'all said. Depends on who's playing. Yeah. Right. Um. Do y'all are y'all trying to get on with any music festivals or anything like that? That's yeah. We're we got a uh, Burn the Throne Fest coming up in uh, Hammond on uh, May fifteenth. We're opening that. That'll, That'll be cool. Sweet. That'll be fucking cool because there's a lot of bands on that list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I actually saw you guys play at the uh, what was it the the House of House Blues. House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. You were with us. Yeah. Yes, I was. Yeah. Uh, our friend uh, Eddie was in one of the bands. Yeah, yeah. He he was playing in uh, Misled that night. That was actually his last show with Misled. I thought it was called My Sled. No, Misled. <laughs> <laughs> I like them better when they were my sluts. Oh, close second. <laughs> but yeah, well, y'all put on a really good show, dude. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, uh, no, that was fun. Yeah, that place, you know, I've always wanted to play there. That's since, you know, I've seen so many shows there. You know. Well, that's pretty it's cool awesome. for y'all. I mean, if you said y'all have been together about a year, then that would have been, what, six months in? Y'all playing the House of Blues? Like, full. Well, Six months into actually playing shows, you know, I mean, yeah. we may have been jamming, little, we've been jamming about two years, but actually playing shows for a little over a year now. Oh, you know, that's, oh, that's cool. Right off. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite venue that you've played so far? Or? So far, like I said, I, we like the Overkill sound system at Twist the Line. That's always fun. <laughs> Overkill that, Sound that, System that, is actually that, Iris's nickname, just so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hi, Iris. Nice, Adam. Nice. You're going to say something? <laughs> uh, I mean, you pause. I was like, what? Sorry. Mm-hmm. 
you'll have to forgive us, Ash. Like the the interview portion of the show is is like our our worst our worst ability. Like it, we we love talking to bands, but you know I don't know. We lo- the, the the word is we love talking to you guys. You know it's it's not right. we, we don't really. It's it's kind of like one of those things where we don't really need to. We feel like we'll get you get your points out, like your album, your your show's coming up. But then, you know the so how'd you guys start? Uh, so what what's your favorite cake? You know, I mean it doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> or or questions like this one: What got you into playing guitar? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you know, it, it, we're more of a like let's just talk. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, we haven't done any interviews yet. I mean, like I said, this stuff's all new. It's just starting, just growing. Well, I mean, uh, uh, like I said, y'all are already uh, doing like House of Blues shows, so yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, and you're doing shows with us, so right then and there, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's you guys rise to stardom. I mean, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I very much appreciate you for having me on. You know? <laughs> nah, no problem, you have dude. The yeah. Buck Lightning stamp of approval. That's that's, <laughs> that's the main thing. That can get you like ten percent off at Taco Bell. Like that's how big we are. <laughs> Actually, I can't back that up. I can't get you ten percent off at Taco Bell. Please don't hate me. No, <laughs> uh, that's all right. That's all right. I'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, no. But seriously, like, what what made you want to play music? Listening to music as a kid, my uncles and my cousins, my dad stealing their CD. Oh, well, it wasn't CD, tapes and vinyls. You know, just that sound coming out the speakers. I was like, I wanted to do that. <laughs> well, who who influenced you? What music? Oh, geez, here we go. That list. Come on. There's just this one that really it's hard to explain. There's so much like, shit that I listen to. As as <laughs> the memory, your first memory as a kid of what album you picked up. And like was look at listen to it all the time. Oh Jesus! For me, it was Hanson's Mbop. Right. <laughs> yeah. Chicks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't think of the first thing, the first one that I just couldn't put down. Yeah, like what band did you obsess over as a kid? Oh, man, it was like I stole my first thing I can remember is I stole three tapes from my cousin because I got a Walkman for like my birthday or some shit. Yeah. Yes. Three tapes from him. It was uh, Anthrax, Fistful of Metal, nice. Iron Maiden, The Number of the Beast, and uh, Megadeth, So Far, So Good, So What. And I listened to those tapes <laughs> repeatedly for like months and months, you know, until I started getting my own tapes, stealing them from my dad and shit, you know. Well, there you <laughs> go, dude. That's, that's like three just stop with them three tapes. That's three I, I great records. Like, Nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Because like I obsess, I obsessed over like Iron Maiden for years, years. Yeah, as a kid. And then I found you know Sabbath, you know all the other stuff. Man. I just I listen to everything. I mean, we can go from metal to blues to jazz. I like it all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What what kind of uh, blues and jazz are you into? That's that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, man. I mean, we can go to we could listen to some blues and turn on some Skip James or something. You know, to name it. You, you know, yeah, I, just, I listen to everything. Well, I, I always like that. Like, uh, we we have a we have a band that often plays with us called uh, Blind Texas Marlin. And the lead singer is always telling me about how he, he you know, he he likes uh, bluegrass and all that, but he, he's much more into you know, like old school rap and and metal right, and stuff. Right. And it's 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 nice when you, you're talking to musicians who aren't just all about whatever they're playing. Right, it's one specific genre. <laughs> You know, it's all about the art, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying earlier. I paint for a living, you know, paint cars, but, you know, and on the other side of the coin, I play guitar damn near every night, you know, where the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> well, one one makes the other a little more tolerable. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I work in the car industry, too, and... Uh, right. It's, I just I try to look at it as it's all art, is what I'm trying to say. You right. I mean? So, uh, I mean, well, when you say it's all art, do you also, like... Uh, I mean, uh, it, from what you told me, it sounds like you, 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 you know, do typical paint jobs, but do you also like to do the, the more stylistic? Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I've painted, you know, quite a few, like, hot rods and custom jobs and stuff like that for a lot of the old-timers that, that come around there and bring their old hot rods and stuff. Right. Now, do you have a favorite car that's come in? Uh-huh. I said, um, have, is there a favorite car that you've had come in that well, you've done? I'm going to have to say his name. This old guy, Amos, he, he goes to damn near all these car shows around the city all the time. With his, uh, he's got a 55 Chevy Bel Air. And it, I put a nice little custom paint job on this thing. You'd have to see it. I mean, he's at all the shows. Him and his brother with their cars. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just the old, them old uh, muscle cars from like the 50s, the late 50s. Yeah. Yep. Know, back just, back when Rome was a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, back when Rome was a kid. And also like the modern ones too, you know. Right. I work on them all the time. That's why I say, I, you know, I get along with a lot of people, but I can't stand Corvette owners. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, well, which, what's wrong with a Corvette be, I owner? I happen to own an entire Corvette collection, so I'm afraid this interview is over. You are so full of shit. <laughs> I'm the the personal head of of Corvettes of America. And, uh, you second oh, me, sir. Oh well. <laughs> well, well, what's wrong with a Corvette owner? Come on. Uh, super picky. Uh, you know, it's just they're retarded. Every little scratch. And Nick, you know, I work in a paint shop, so. Yeah. That's all. Otherwise, you know, it's a nice car. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Well, at least you can admit that. I can forgive you a little bit. I'm well, still a GTO, man. So. Uh, <laughs> Same engine. Uh, are you talking about the newer ones? Yeah. Those went away too quick. I mean, I understand Pontiac's gone, but you know, uh, they were such a sleeper just because they were more, uh, you know, it just wasn't an aggressive look. Right. But yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the. Uh, what was that? An LS six? Uh, no, this one, the LS one. I got a 2004 model. But you have one. Oh, oh nice. right, 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 right. Sorry, right. Yeah, they went to LS two. I want to say in uh, 06. Okay. And that was like the. Last yeah, that was a little more Pontiac's one way. One model, the LS1. Yeah, you don't see those on the road anymore either. No, no. <laughs> I'm not a car guy, so I can't really tune into this. You know, I mean, I get it. I like them. They're nice. I mean, I used to, I used to be more of a car guy. I, I guess as I get older and I just don't drive fast, and I, don't, I know I don't have the money to, to go buy cool cars. It's just, you know, I don't keep up with it now. Every once in a while, I'll go to a body shop and see like a... A super expensive something like a, a McLaren or something like that. I saw McLaren once, and, and I'll trip out. But yeah, you know, like once once you get old and you realize you're you're gonna be broke most of your life, it's just like all it does is make you you know. And it must be the same with 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 you, Ash. You know, well, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sitting here assuming you're gonna be broke your whole life. <laughs> no, but I mean, like getting to getting to paint those cool cars. Uh, but I mean, do you? I guess you get to move them a little bit do you, you ever get to like test drive one or anything like that yeah here and there 
But like, not really. Like I said, they're customer cars, so you can't really do that. Yeah. You can't just take them to, you know, like New Mexico for the weekend and make sure that paint job, like, will stand up against the sand. Make sure it can handle, you know, 100 miles an hour wind. There you, know, you go. On like on, there you go. <laughs> like on Ferris Bueller's Day Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, art of the process. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the describe you guys sound. Oh Jesus! Here we go. There's so much. It, it, it's it's uh, it's not religious, <laughs> so it's not Jesus. Jesus has nothing yeah. to do with it. Uh, best way to describe it: music to fight to. Nice. Uh, that's what Josh calls oh, it. Oh, all right. I like that. That's a good description. Yes, definitely. No, it's just it's a mix. You know, we all come from different musical backgrounds. It's like I was saying earlier. I play. Like I was playing. Different shit, like from what to metal to hardcore stuff. My drummer comes from like more of a hardcore scene, and of course, John he never screamed before until he started singing for us. He's right. more of playing acoustic and you know singing, <laughs> using a voice instead of screaming. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say he never screamed before until y'all <laughs> jumped him into the band and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> then he was like, "Stop it!" Right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, we all come from like different sounds. It's it's, and then all of us getting together is what makes it, you know. Right. I know a lot of that, that, that but yeah, it's true. <laughs> so y'all gonna try? I mean, I know you you said that y'all are gonna do uh, the Hammond. What was the name of the festival again? Uh, burn, burn the throne. Burn the throne fest. Burn the throne. Are y'all gonna try and uh, tour a little bit once the EP comes out, or y'all still building to that? We're working on that. We're working on that. That, that. That's like in the works. We're looking maybe in the fall, probably trying to get out, get out of town. You know, do a couple, do a couple of shows <laughs> in local. Around Texas, you know. Yeah. Right. It's so crazy. Like we talk to all these bands, and you know, we we book people from uh, you know across the country, and it's 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 so mind blowing to me that that you can even fund a tour these days if you're not. Yeah like a, a label band just because of like what goes into it and you're i mean you're basically playing just so you can get your name out right i well, mean like the, you know i mean some cities you'll fare well and in some cities you're just playing for peanuts yeah right no we're like a working man band in a sense where we all we all got the jobs we got to plan it where we could take our vacation all at the same time and then, you know, to where everybody's got a job to go back to. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. you can't. You, you just can't right. drop it all off. Everything out of pocket and on our own, you know what I mean? Yeah. All have you, uh, have you done any, any touring with some of the other bands you said you played with? Uh, we haven't. But uh, we'd love to. <laughs> no, no, no. Like when you, you, you were saying before uh, before Art of Process, you and uh, I believe Josh were in other bands. Oh. I was saying, like, have you, have you ever like had the opportunity to, to do any <laughs> tours with other bands? Nothing too far out of town. Just, I mean, from Florida to Texas, that little, just the south. Well, who else counts? Let's be honest. Like, what, you know. Right, right, right. Nobody needs I mean, New York or L.A. Eventually. Why don't we uh why don't we talk about some some subjects and actually get into a little bit more of a conversation. That sounds good. Let's do um, it. <laughs> um did we ever talk about the the you know you know we have we have uh, Ash on like the music. Did we ever talk about like the whole 
uh, settlement with uh, Marvin Gaye's family and no, actually we didn't bring that up. No, we never did. We never did talk about that. That was some weird shit right there. And now the, apparently the family's suing like record companies to get bands that have nothing to do with them. Yeah, to, to pay. I don't. Need, I don't really even understand. It's so crazy to me. Like the yeah. idea that you know because you have a couple of chords in common that someone can just say, "Oh no, I wrote that." Like. Uh, Tom Petty threatened to sue Sam Smith. You know, Sam Smith sings R and B. You know, like it's, it's, it's a weird thing, and like it's, 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 it's. Some people are running out of their money. Uh, yeah, living the lavish the lifestyle. High life, yeah, I have to wonder what kind of money Marvin Gaye's family had to begin with, just because. Uh, right. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if he sold any one of those songs to a commercial, they probably have a lot of money. Oh, yeah. fair enough. I guess it depends on who he left it to, but they don't sound like very uh, astute I don't know. people. <laughs> I just have a quick buck because we see something that's selling, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, and a couple sounds- of the songs are on the uh, movie soundtracks. Yeah. Gay rap, you know, and uh, <laughs> you know how people. Well, that's that's terrible. People speak to that. Yeah, but it also like it it ends up making the music industry smaller. Like how how do you how do you calculate something like that? How do you prove that, like, oh, it's, uh, this sounds like and that sounds like, well, okay, in Marvin Gaye's case, I guess you can say, like, the odds are they, they've the point, heard that song. Isn't that the point, though? You kind of take your uh, your inspirations and it kind of comes out in your song, you know? Right. Well, I mean, like, you, you'll if you take, like, a case like uh, Vanilla Ice and uh, David Bowie, well, those songs yeah. sounded alike. Like, oh yeah, there's no, there's no two weights about it. But when you the riff as a sample, you know, right? Which which is a thing now though too. Like well, yeah, it's to give them a thing for a long time. But there's a lot of songs. Like I said, Tom Petty. Like you can't argue that 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 song sounds anything like Sam Smith's song. It's oh, but it has this in common. Well, okay, <laughs> it's got, like you said, like well, it's right, got a C just, chord in it. Let's say that writing a song, and then it's like, oh wait, that riff sounds like. You know, this riff from this band, you know, it's like, all right, and then we sit there and try and figure out something else. That right. comes up so much, you know. I mean, how many different CDs do you put on and you could you could hear a riff from, <laughs> say, I don't know, Megadeth Ash, you hear that and repeat it in many other songs. There's just that one riff in that song that just comes up. You know? Right. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to repeat something. Right. There was a right. recent uh, mashup that someone did of like seven recent country songs, like like songs that came out in the last six months, and it was this whole thing where mostly people who don't listen to country were saying, like, oh, see, this is proof that country music is stale and it all sounds alike. And I was listening to it, and I actually kind of liked the mashup, but like there is a thing that I, I feel when I listen to a lot of these people, a lot of these cases where people are saying, well, the music sounds alike, where I feel like it's not so much that the music sounds alike, just but just that certain, say, chord progressions can flow into each other. Like, if you listen right. to songs together, like back-to-back, they don't sound alike, but there is a way to make them flow. Right. And, and somehow that turns into, like, oh, well, I gotta sue somebody now because I can... Yeah, yeah, like the the most famous, or maybe it wasn't famous, but the most interesting one I ever heard was when, you know, John Fogerty wrote wrote songs for a Creedence, Creedence Clearwater Revival, and then when they kicked him out, they tried to sue him for what they said was copying his own song. Yeah, for playing his music. Yeah, 
Well, no, no, no. It was two different songs. One was "Run from the Jungle," and I don't remember what the <coughs> other was. Oh, that's right. But, yeah, and he got he he lost. Um, I can't remember if he lost. Maybe he did, but I do remember he actually went on, like to court and got on the uh, the uh, the stand with his guitar and played both songs back to back to show, <laughs> like, no, it's not the same song. But that's still, you know, that's awesome. He's, he's, he's like got sued for his own music. Sad dude. That is really, really sad. It's like I, don't... No, I mean, but it's an industry. Like it's, it's, it's all. It's it, you got people with money in charge of things, or people who don't have money looking for. It's, it's. I don't know. Greed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. There's lots of that. Used to having people write everything for them. Touche. You know that's, Touché. that's I was we were having this heated discussion the other night about songwriting. You know what I mean? How people. Now most pop artists nowadays all have them their music written for them, you know. Right. Oh, pretty pretty much all of them at this point. Yeah, and then they and right. yeah, and they the get is, half of them don't even write their own lyrics anymore. No. I mean, I know they used to do that in the past, but nowadays it's gotten a bit out of hand. Well, <laughs> half of them half of them don't actually even sing their own songs. Half of them are are like so mass like like overproduced that it's. Like it's really just taking a a package, someone who looks good, right? You know? Right, and it's just like the same line over and over. There's no depth. There's no thought to it. It's just yeah. But that a lot of that comes from MTV because uh, it used to be that you didn't need a you didn't need your musical artists to be attractive because they were just people like on the radio, right? And you'd see them on tour, but you know, like you're uh, a few people close to the stage can see if you're ugly or not. It's all, it was. It's all about the look now. Oh yeah, know? it's all image. Everything is image. Yeah, yeah everything. See, we're gonna be that band that's gonna bring the riff back, <laughs> <laughs> the groove back in it all. You know, I like nah, that. Nah, nah. Right on. <laughs> uh, just, just out of curiosity, I'm gonna go back to one of those, like one of those list of questions. Uh, what, wh- how did, uh, what, what, what the name come from? Oh geez, me and Josh, me and him sitting around, just you know, it's spitting names out. I didn't want one that was a sentence, but it ended up being a sentence. <laughs> well, it's a good name. Like, I, I, I have this pant. You know what I mean? Like a three syllable thing. You know, but right, it just came out. You know, ah. the, it's all about the meaning behind it. It's you know, art of the process. You know, the process of creating. It's like an art. You know, music, just to say, or anything. Right. Yeah, I just it's a good name, and I I have this pet peeve. Uh, uh, I uh, in particularly with metal bands, but in bands in general, that uh, a lot of like the naming of bands is kind of dead, and like there's so many yeah. awful band names out there that they just it's literally just people putting words into a hat and pulling something out yes and uh it's it really is has become sort of a weird lost art to come up with a name for your band that that it doesn't even need to mean something so much as it just doesn't sound ri- like ridiculous and and made up yeah or, or, or drawn out like it's a pile of uh, sticks in the yard you know you oh dude <laughs> dude th- those damn names that's, that's i can't well, stand that shit awesome. Wrong. <laughs> well, the sticks right. in the yard is actually just the the metal logo. That's right. what he means. That's what he said. You know, like having the, the logo look all ridiculous. That's so stupid. Yeah. Right. It's like, who are you going to go see tonight? I have no idea, but they're fucking awesome. Yeah, the band that. The, yeah, it kind of looks like a bush. I don't really know what it is, but they're good. 
There might be a bird uh, on the corner. Who knows? <laughs> South by Southwest is this week. Speaking of like music. Oh, is it? Uh, is this week? Yeah. I was watching uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel is is apparently coming live from there, and uh, he uh, he did this uh, commercial for a a video store that still exists in Austin. And I guess if you were gonna keep a video yeah, store open, I guess Austin. <laughs> no, no, it's it's called Vulcan. Vulcan, uh, all right, but not like the god of of the hearth, uh, not hearth, but uh, the god of uh, uh, fire, but actually like Spock. Oh, really? It's, it's okay. All right. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty cool because he got Matthew McConaughey to star in the commercial. <laughs> hey guys, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he looks like a hobo. Yeah, he's come, got a, he's come got in a the movie, bro. All right on it. All right, all right. Exactly. <laughs> did he go? Rent, did he rent his movie? Because that'd have been awesome. Well, the the craziest thing about it is that they still have a fully stocked VHS library. Oh my god, that is awesome, actually. Yeah, I kind of want to go there just just to uh, I don't know, rent Homeward Bound oh. on VHS and not play it because I don't have anything. <laughs> he said Homeward Bound. Maybe I, I, I was find I was a VHS player on like eBay for five bucks. I was hoping for go. like a little Five Old Goes West or something. Oh, there you go. I don't think that's on DVD. Yeah, see? Look at that. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Goonies. That, that, well, that's on DVD, though. You can get that on DVD. Yeah. But it loses that magic. Yeah, it does. It does. VHS. That, that, that slow, draining, terrible color. Yeah, it's awesome. The, the, yeah, the tape gets tables. stuck in the VCR. Yeah, it eats it. <laughs> <laughs> Be kind to rewind. Oh, dude, I, hate, I used to hate that. I used to never find that. No, never. It's like no, you got to remember. Re- remember, like, Blockbuster used to sell the actual, like, tape rewinding machine? <laughs> yes. That's all they did? Yes. Yeah. They had little Ferrari sitting on the, cor- on the counter. Yeah. 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 And for 50 that. cents, you could put it in there. Yeah. <sighs> Damn, they yeah, charged, Joe? That's terrible. Video plus. Give you free popcorn while you were searching for movies. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, the days of the video stores. Go there every morning. Uh, a good friend of mine would be all hung up. Go get because they were the only place around the house that had blue icy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you didn't want to know. It wasn't. It wasn't food coloring that made them blue. You you really didn't want to know where it came from. No, but uh, we didn't know better. <laughs> Now I miss video stores. I miss places like Major Video that had like the curtain room in the back. Oh yeah. And uh, it's not the same going on the internet. It doesn't like it loses a lot of the magic. (laughs) (laughs) You walk, you walk in, and you got those weird dudes. They're all in there with like just not trying to look at each other. Yeah. (laughs) On some some uncomfortable days, you would accidentally run into your uncle. You're like, hey, what are you? Oh. And some, some like depending on who your uncle was, maybe it confirms the suspicions that the family had about it. <laughs> yeah, and you never wanted to really go in that. Like you walk by the curtain a few times before you go in. Right. <laughs> you sure nobody looks at you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You thought your grandfather was racist, but it turns out he's really into Black Beauty's number six hundred three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness, you boys! Boy, boy, boy. No, but uh, but yeah, I've, I've I've been wanting to go to South by Southwest for a while, more for the technology, you know, as as podcasters and just I don't know, I don't know that they'll teach you anything, but it'd be kind of uh, cool to go. To be, uh, you know, I know we we spoke to Vidra a while back, and she said a lot of she she learned a lot about 
like just different kinds of microphones and stuff like that. It's it's it just sounds like a cool experience. I know uh, we actually have a friend out there though. We do. Uh, Hannibal the Beat Animal is out there right now. Oh no shit, he's out there. That's cool. What's he yeah, doing? He says all the bands are terrible. Really? Uh, that's that's what that's what he said. That's the way it goes. <laughs> I know last year, uh, was it last year? It was actually, it was a couple years ago. It was the year before um, uh, Dave Brocky died. He, him and Guar actually went to South uh, South by Southwest, and they were like walking around in full costume. Oh, really? Yeah, they videoed the whole thing. Like the whole time they were there, they were filming themselves, and it was ridiculous. Like they were walking up to like kids, and all, <laughs> and I mean, you know, he's got this big dick hanging out of his pants, and he's just kind of walking around with it. It was great. Cuttlefish. No, the cuttlefish. Sorry, it's a fish. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a fish. All right. Well, to to be I fair, him, like uh, Austin is probably what uh, I was saying. I seen him uh, on the last tour. I went to the the first tour, uh, house school horror film festival. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, seeing, uh, I got to meet Dave Brocky and all at that show. Man, that was pretty cool. Little did I know, you know, a couple weeks later. later. Yeah. 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 That was, that was still awesome. I can't tell you how many times I've seen war. You know, I, I, I'm at eleven. I, no matter where you're at at any one of their shows, if you're gonna get wet, you're gonna have red yeah. dye on you somewhere. <laughs> it's a given. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Austin is one of the few places in Texas that Guar could actually go in costume. I don't think I don't think they're really down for that and like uh I don't know, Colleen, Texas. <laughs> not not I, not I was a, gonna say that was pretty specific, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was trying to think of a small town in Texas. For some reason Colleen was the only one that came up. What's <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that border town between Louisiana and Texas? Orange. Orange, yeah. Big I-9. Yeah, there's nothing there except a little neighborhood in the store. Yes. Oh there you go. Bizarrely, their milk. major export is grapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, not not to was, not uh, to get off this subject real quick, but uh, uh, Mandy, Caitlin, tell me to tell you hello because she didn't know you were on the show, but she could oh. he- but she could hear you through my headphones across the room. <laughs> hey, Caitlin. She said, "Hey." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, shit was funny. She's like, is Mandy on the show? I said, yeah. She was telling us today. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But anyway, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I don't remember anymore. I was. It was. It was something. You were gonna pull out some kind of subject. No, no, no. I actually did have. Uh, it was something that I had mentioned to you earlier, and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was. Uh, I was on Facebook, and I saw this article about. A rapper that I'd never heard of, and I'm assuming she's a rapper just based on the people that she was talking about. And uh, I thought it was—I thought it was one interesting, but two, kind of stupid because, um, well, she said some things that are controversial, and it's clearly just her like kind of Kanyeing things, you know, just <laughs> saying. It's a new term, Kanyeing. Well, it's it's when someone basically just goes and makes an ass out of themselves oh. so that people will pay attention and oh now you know now you're more famous well no dude i completely understood what you meant by it i just said that's a cool new term now you you must coin that term kanye and see i don't even want to do that because it just gives kanye more more publicity that's and I true hate kanye we'll just say it asshole and how about that that's even better <laughs> no then they'll just be named after me <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that could be a chick- new gay sex does- move too 
Anyway, go ahead. What did you say? I said that could be a new term for a gay sex move, assholing. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's a new term. I'm pretty no, sure. it was in the VHS section. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> Mandy used to rent those out. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> She's really to you and your uncle, man. To you and your uncle. <laughs> uh, don't try to cover up your, your love of Yahweh. Asshole. My love of what? <laughs> Yahweh. It's a thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dude, it's a good thing you're in the South. I'd slap you right now. No. <laughs> bring it. <laughs> bring it. The North uh, and the South all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No one knows where Vermont is. No one's. <laughs> it's I the, don't even know where it is, man. It's the blip. No. So it's where <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this this chick goes on Playboy, and uh, so she's doing a pictorial. She's naked. And so they interview her as well because for some reason they still interview people on Playboy. And she, like most of the news just reported that she talked bad about Kanye West and other people I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But, like, she did this whole tirade about uh, how she hates fat white people in middle America. Nice. Who are uh, I don't know Christian and conservative and blah blah blah, and uh, and then she was saying she uh, she knows in her heart that she it it feels unnatural to to pray to Jesus and to speak English because she should have been born in another country. Wow! Uh, it just a couple of things struck me. One is that I'd like to strike her. Uh, two. <laughs> um, well, first of all, what I find interesting is that she she did this tirade on Playboy. Uh, if you had to like narrow down the the prime demographic of Playboy, I'm gonna bet it's like white males uh, above the age of say 45 and above you know like a double XL waistline. Uh, no one under the age of 40 goes to Playboy to find pornography anymore. Uh, it's it's kind of it's I'm pretty sure it's like mostly people in the Midwest who are male and white or or so, just collecting the 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 magazines because there are Playboy oh, yeah. collectors. Every every really old white guy that you know has like a collection of Playboys yeah. from from like from 1970. 1960. Yeah, 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 exactly. In fact, Wayne, weren't you just telling me you discovered your father's or something? Yeah, like when when out when I was a kid, man, I probably God, I don't know, maybe ten. I was digging through some shit that i shouldn't have been digging through and bam playboys and hustlers i was like yeah what is this <laughs> my 63 year old co-worker was just telling me like last week like yeah i got a collection of playboys going back to the 60s and uh, i'm thinking about trying to sell it I'm like okay good good luck with you for that but anyway so it's, it's pretty you know so it's it's interesting that she chose that that forum for that secondly uh fans that actually reading that article <laughs> oh, you look. You're looking it up right now, huh? Oh, we. I, I'm confused. Were you saying you you were, you're looking it up right now? No, I'm saying she's she's the interviews. She's saying that she's basically hating on the fans that are reading that. Oh, interview. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. You know, I mean, I'm sure that's probably yeah. part of the point. Again, it's, it's definitely it's not your fucking music now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, well, and that's kind of why I don't want to say her name, just because, like, well, let, kind of like the, them guys that just did that thing where they said they pulled that stud about desecrating Dimes' grave or some shit. Yeah, just yeah, we were just talking about that. Same thing, but, you know. Now everybody hates you, but yeah, yeah, you got your name out, but you know, you did, you went about it the wrong way. <laughs> well, supposedly, supposedly that was like the former lead singer who may have been doing it just to. Yeah, yeah, no, I read it. I read it. I mean, it might not be. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it was like a publicity gimmick, but no. I think it kind of. In a way, it was. They were trying to get their name out, but then they're saying that just so nobody hates them. But you know, putting the blame on somebody else. Right. It worked in a sense. You know. You know, they got publicity. (laughs) Fifteen minutes of fame. I don't know. I don't know. There's there there is that much bad publicity these days. I mean, uh, if if people know who you are, like, look, I'd I'd love for people to hate us. I mean, more than than the people that actually know us. I mean, at at least they would, you know, be spreading our word. A couple of haters every week. You know, that means you're doing good, and the people that are liking your shit. (laughs) Can I tell you? I I I really try. I really try to make people hate me, and it's just it's it's a struggle, man. You know, it's just like. It's like trying to make your mark, and like, like, who do I have to piss off? Like, I, you know, I've already talked bad about the feminists and the, and the, you know, mostly the feminists. <laughs> oh man, where did that come from? Anyway, uh, so uh, the other thing that I find amusing about what the chick was saying was the whole part about. Uh, she was supposed to be born in Africa. You know, most people in this country are more or less familiar with uh, chaos theory, which is, uh, most people just know it as the butterfly effect. And oh. most and people are kind of familiar with it just because of that Ashton Kutcher movie. And, uh, well, I guess I'm dating myself there. I guess that movie's like 12 years old now. But uh, here's, I'm sorry. No, I said, I know the movie you're talking about, Butterfly Effect. Right, right. Here's the here's the thing that people don't understand about about how uh, life works. If slavery didn't exist, she wouldn't exist. <laughs> In fact, the odds are like because of the distance of time, none of us would exist. Like the, everything you do in life and even in your death has an effect on the world. So, it's not like if slavery didn't exist, she would just be in Africa, she, her parents wouldn't have been born. Her grandparents wouldn't have been born. No one would have been born. So these, whenever I hear these, um, uh, it doesn't happen as much anymore. But whenever you hear, Jesus Christ, the dogs are going nuts. They are. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They like that story about the. Hold on. The black folks too. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, wow, wow. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Mm. No, you're good, man. Oh, it's going to be another minute. Another minute of barking. I apologize, yeah, yeah. Ash. This, this occasionally happens. All good. Put the Did dog. I didn't even know you had dogs. I don't. Oh. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. They're, they're definitely not my dogs because, for one thing, they would have been like out on the street day one if they acted like that. If you were my uh, dogs, you would be they'd dead. Be in a Chinese restaurant tomorrow if they were my dogs. Mugoo got dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, so every <laughs> once in a while, Jesus Christ, they gone, bro. We don't hear them. Go. Uh, so every once in a while, you you hear some uh, black celebrity just talking about how 
the the white man stole his ancestors from Africa, which is true enough. In we didn't steal nobody. They dropped them off over here. They didn't want them either. Well, neither one of us stole anything. We're both from poor people. So. That's right. <laughs> there definitely was no slaves <laughs> in my family. Um, there may have been a slave in my family. I was going to say, yeah, there, there were slaves. It was me and... <laughs> Yeah, Wayne actually, yeah. No, Wayne's a thousand years old. I am, I am, I am. Back when, back when slavery still existed, a thousand. Five hundred, bro. Five hundred. Right, right. So, uh, but that's that's not how that works. That's not. uh, You you wouldn't exist. Like as horrible as things like slavery and the Holocaust were, it's kind of a component in the way the world exists. And also, Africa isn't that great a continent. It's hot. It's hot, and also. There's an abundance of child slavery. Yeah. Like, slavery still exists there, except, like, they, they, they either induct you into armies or they just find eight-year-old girls and rape them repeatedly or put them on the street. Like, it's, you know, sex slavery still exists. So, not it's, it's not like you'd be better off if you were born in, you know, and it depends on which country in Africa, but if you were born in, say, Tanzania... Not that great. Sorry for all the people who live in Tanzania that listen to the MHOG podcast. Yeah, all three of you. Sorry, I'm sorry you live there. I wish you lived here in America, which is awesome. Uh, Fuck I don't yeah, know. America. I'm just. I'm not even riled up about it. It's just like people. Well, people say so many dumb things, and I do really think she's just doing it to get attention. I'm sure, dude. No one, no one knows who this chick is. And and, and I mean, everybody says something and taking pictures and this and that, trying to get attention. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's why just, can't she like, do that? Like, she's got naked photos. Post them on the internet. We, yeah. we'll, we'll look at you. Yeah. Why? Why open your mouth? Why open your mouth and say something stupid? Ash, do you have naked photos on the internet? No, unfortunately, no, not yet. So there's no, no there's no art of process nudities calendar. <laughs> it's coming out soon. <laughs> Man, hey, look, the MHOG podcast would love to produce the. I mean, yeah. I would personally take the photos. I'd have, I'd you, have my have, uh, have Fletch take them. But have my friend, my friend Fletch Boogie, he would take the naked fireman art of process photos, and <laughs> uh, and then we would, oh. uh, funny enough, process them and make a calendar out of it and sell them. Yeah, shows. and you guys can yeah. you guys can have you know sell them at shows. Put a banner behind it. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> You like, know, you could uh, each one of y'all in like different outfits, or like firemen, a cop. Seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, <laughs> colorful cod pieces, maybe. Yeah, that's the art of process. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would go for the art of process cod piece. Yeah, I think they'd buy it. Everybody wearing a sock. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chili peppers did that. Yes, they did. Yes, that's which is right. a good reason not so to do it, good. honestly, but. <laughs> I don't know. Do people still like the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, I don't, I don't listen to the radio. I don't anymore, even. So. I don't even think they exist anymore. To be honest, oh, I, I can't. No, they still exist. Never get in the car. I know. I don't have a single radio station programmed in the car. Everything's either from the phone, the internet on the phone, or I got a, the USB port in the front. Right. I right. stick a drive on. So, <laughs> so you're not rocking the under under the bridge greatest hit soundtrack? Is what you're saying? <laughs> under the bridge. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Video is terrible, though. It is. It's awful. Oh, the song is terrible. I mean, Anthony Kiedis, a little overweight, running down the hall with his 
nipple fat <laughs> moving was terrible. I was like, oh, why are you doing this? Most of the stuff in that. we don't throw any. They don't have a real metal radio station in New Orleans anyway. No. You know what I mean? But yeah, this what they have is what they have. I guess popper music's not. Uh, it's not really one of the genres I'm in. <laughs> yeah, there really isn't a good radio station for us to listen to. You're not. You're not a big Justin Bieber fan. That no. <laughs> that's a sad thing for i think all of us i feel like uh, uh, you know man, come on man you were just talking about how eclectic you are what's what's wrong with the beebs he's writing his own music and this and that props but otherwise you know, is he I'm not, i didn't know that I'm just saying if, he is. if not oh well then I just assume the large black man that he gets that he pays to beat people up randomly on the street also write his music oh there you go I, I mean, he don't really, uh, lyric-wise, I mean. <laughs> well, you're not a Everyone. fan of Girl, I Love You, Girl? No. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I've never heard one song by him, and I'm okay with this. Uh, Mandy's lying. She's, she's full of shit. Agreed to, she's, she's, like, the biggest fan. Oh, yes. She, she has Huge. the fan club. She's got the, <laughs> the stickers on her laptop. She has her own... That's Mrs. why your room is full of his posters, man. She has her own fan. Mrs. Mandy Bieber Twitter account. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. I would shoot myself. <laughs> I'm actually a huge fan of people who do things like that. I, I love seeing someone who's so obsessed with a celebrity that they're like, they, they just dedicate their lives to it. They get them tattooed on them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Dickheads that get their, you know, favorite whoever tattooed, like a big old face, you know? Oh, speaking of, um, I had seen a uh, tattoo uh, magazine the other day that had, um, oh, what's her name, Snooky? I, I don't follow the show. I honestly don't know what show she's on, but I guess she had gotten a black eye at one point, And somebody had that tattooed, her portrait with a black eye. <laughs> Yeah, she, she, she had got a black guy tattooed on her. No, she black got guy. she got punched in the face by a black guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's just go with that. No. No. I mean, I could understand getting like a character, you know, like a say Leatherface or something or Freddy. There you, you know, go. Picture a Snooky with a black eye or something. No. <laughs> that that no. Freddy uh, tattoo would be really interesting to explain to your grandkids when they're two. What the fuck is that wrinkle tattoo on your on your arm, Grandpa? Yeah, that was on MTV. You know what MTV was? I think I think I think <laughs> it'd be harder to explain a Snooky tattoo than it would be a Freddy Krueger tattoo. Eventually, the Snooky tattoo would probably turn into Freddy Krueger as you got older, but yeah. still. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you see, you going up to your grandkids. Yeah, this was some whore that was on the MTV who. Mouthed off to somebody and she got punched in the face. Learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I tell you how excited I am to have grandkids that I can talk to about whores? <laughs> I, I personally feel like it's what what God put me on this earth to do: talk to small children about whores. There you go. I, I agree. I agree. And I can't wait to start the Buck Lightning Children's Variety Hour. And so that I can talk to children about whores. And on on this note, I believe we have reached the end of our show. 
But we haven't stopped talking. Ash, don't you want to talk to me as I talk to children about whores? No, I'm going I'm to I'm stay out of that. Yeah, see, that's good, good, good one. Uh, Ash, uh, you want to... But look, look, it's uh, like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel has the Roots Band. Our process could be my band on my show. About on National baby TV whores. Where I, yes, where I talk to children about cool. whores. But, <laughs> but um, would, you, would you like to, to give out your website... And stuff so people can go check you guys out. Oh yeah, art of the process bandcamp.com. We got uh four songs posted on there and links to our merch. And of course Facebook, everybody's on there. Yes. But, yeah, that's that's about it for now. You'll be able to find our EP soon on, you know, of course Amazon and other places. But yeah, keep a lookout for that. Yep, and we and we've we're gonna be playing two songs on the show. Uh one was at the beginning and the other one will be after this is over. All right, uh, and you guys should check, check you out live oh. here shortly too. That's right. Uh, April April tenth. Yeah, April tenth. Uh, with, uh, with Resurrection Kane and uh Dark Effects. Yes, both those bands, yes, they're both playing that show. Hey, you know who's gonna be there? Who's going to be there? Probably us, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, we'll be there for sure. Tony will be there for five minutes. Yeah, he'll be there. For five minutes. Five minutes, and then he'll leave. It's Tony. Oh, might miss us. And, uh, but we'll be there. We'll be there for sure. I'll be we'll thinking be there. You if you'd like to participate in like helping us get the art of process naked uh, fireman calendar. Show up to the show and come talk to us. Yeah. Totally. Total Ryan. John, yeah, I got to talk him into it. We can do this. This would be an extremely great calendar, and everybody would love it. But anyway, enough of trying to get these guys naked, which is ridiculous, and trying to get them to play for Adam's whore baby thing. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's not babies. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, sorry, don't try, sorry. Toddlers. Don't try, to, don't try to diminish what I'm trying to accomplish here and stop me from spreading my message across, you know, uh, kindergarten, <laughs> which is that... Uh, Whores exist, and you should know them. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks, Ash, for joining us on the show, man. Um, Worse. And hopefully, oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. We'll see you definitely on April April tenth, and for our show on May 29th for sure. Definitely. Um, I was your host, Wayne. Who is a whore? Yes. I was Mandy Maggot. Yes. <laughs> And that's Ash. Yeah, I'm Ash. Art of the process, man. Y'all crank it up. Check it out. Spread the word. That's right. And remember to keep it, keep it metal. 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 Metal.
All right, I want to thank Ash from The Art of the Process for coming on the show once again. Uh, don't forget you can catch them on April 10th at the Twist Lime, and you can also catch them on May 29th at the Twist Lime as well uh, for an MHOG present show. Um, so, uh, without further ado, here's one of their songs. This song is called The Season. Stop it! 